Welcome to Striving Catholics with Maggie Schaefer and Paula Nunez. Hello. What's up? What up? Party people. Super cool party. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back again. Oh my god, we're back again. Sorry, I'm still bitter um, from 2018 because I was supposed to go see Backstreet Boys in concert. And they canceled. And they, well, no, they didn't cancel. They postponed it and then never rescheduled. And my heart is very sad. Anywho, welcome back to part three. Part three. So, previously on Striving Catholics, we have been talking about identity. Um, and the three weapons to help us um, combat when our identity is atta- attacked. attacked. <laughs> when, <laughs> when our identity is attacked. Um, the first is um, knowing and being secure secure in who, who I am, where I live. And this third one is how I love. <coughs> so, um, when we talk about um, how I love, it's very important for us to know and realize that all of these three things, they build off of each other. If we don't know the truth of who we are in Christ, then we cannot know how or what we invite into our lives. And if we don't know how or what we invite into our lives, we can't know how we love. Um, and so, before Maggie continues, yes. if you're just joining us, stop, go listen to the other two. Because I think we have been building on. We've been doing a pretty good job with that, so... Listen to those first, and then come back. And if not, it's okay. Keep listening. Um, Hopefully this will make sense. If it doesn't, we apologize. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Sorry about it. You are listening to Striving Catholics. When I was on the retreat that I've been talking about for the past couple episodes, it was a great retreat, y'all. We'll post pictures later. Oh, for sure. Check your social media. Check the social media. Um... They were talking about um, specifically how I love as as women, but this can also be applied to men because we were created um, to bring goodness and healing and beauty into the world. Um, Like the first time in our Bible that the word not is used is when God is talking about how it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for Adam to be alone. And thus he created Eve. Thus he created woman. And so it's just really interesting to go and, and see how it is that we can love. Um, Saint Now Saint Edith Stein um, has a quote that says, um, God combats evil through the power of woman's maternal love. The power exists independently of a woman's marital status and should be extended to all persons with whom she comes into contact. Um, And I think that if we're looking at this um, either from a male point of view or a female point of view, you know, men were also created um, for that paternal love, that that fatherly love, whether it's as physical fathers or spiritual fathers. um, I think that's really important for us to to see and understand um, and until we understand that we were created for this paternal love or this maternal love, we won't truly understand how it is we can best love um, the people in our lives, ourselves, um, and those that we encounter on a daily basis. Man, that was a lot. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Holy Spirit. Every time. Every time. Yes. Every time. So, 
Not that this one's the easier of the three, but I think for me personally, it is. Because I know how I love. It's just very particular. So, like, if you've been following us for a while, you know my parents are divorced. So one of the things that um, I lost in that divorce was, like, that constant paternal love for my father. So, um... I was always jealous. No, I'm kidding. Um, one of the things I did try to do, though, is I wanted to make sure my brother never lived without it. So even though our father wasn't really present like he should have been, um, I made sure to take on that role. So I, um, and I don't just come up with this, like, on my head. I, this is something I reflected on a lot because this really explains how I love. And when I say it, I hope Maggie does see it because I'm like, I feel like my love has shifted more from a maternal to a more paternal where I kind of feel like I have to provide. I have to be a provider. So my mom's awesome. She, 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 she does both roles, you know, as much as she can, but like my role in my family and no one gave this to me. Okay. I just assumed it. Not never a good thing either. All right. So I just kind of look to fill that gap that my the absence of my father did for my brother. So even to this day, um, I'm that person that I try to be the, the provider for our family, even though I don't need to be. So in my friendships, the same thing. It's I'm that type of friend that if you need something, I will do everything I can to provide you with whatever that you need. So a lot of the time that comes out of when we go out like to have lunch or dinner or coffee, I usually offer to pay for everything because that's me showing that I love you. Because in my head, I'm like, that's what I want my dad to do, right? So I kind of do everything that way. Um, and it's really hard for me to show love in different ways because I didn't really allow myself to experience any other kind of love. The way I'm loving is the stuff I do not have, which is really weird when I say it out loud. In my head it makes sense, but it's just like, I want to provide because I've never been provided for. So when people like compliment me or try to buy my things, I act really weird because I don't know how to accept love. So that is where knowing how I love and reflecting on it is helping me because now it's just like I'm working on accepting love because that's where I struggle with because anyway yeah <laughs> yeah I think another thing that's just really overlooked for that like maternal love because you're right so many people go into um, a paternal love just because of family situations yeah. or, or just life situations of having to provide and that's great and I'm not saying that you know women shouldn't provide because they can um, but just they tend on to take they tend to take more on mm-hmm. um in that realm and in that respect than um they need to or than they should have to and i understand that everyone's um situation is different but if we truly look at the root of all of this of, of this maternal love um that saint edith stein talks about um it's it's within this maternal love that we can truly help to heal mm-hmm. Um, other people and whether that's um, the way in which we look at the world and the perspectives that we bring like um, Sister Mary Gabriel was talking about how um, just like interior designers bring beauty into a home um, so do mothers and I just thought that that was (laughs) really funny I was like all right great yeah I see it I get it Um, so like just talking about our different jobs um of what God had had created us to be. It has to go back to that identity. Mm-hmm. We were created to bring beauty into the world. We were created to show that beauty and, and to 
um, spread that through all the world, whether that's with a smile, whether that's with um, how Paul and I are, are trying to um, navigate this world together um, with our podcast and with our friendship um, and just seeing exactly how we um, as women and how we as young Catholics can um, help heal the world through that beauty and through our perspectives that we bring because um, we are very opposite in many ways. Um, but within that, just the beauty that we can see from the other person's perspective, I think, is really important. Um, and, I don't know, whenever I think of, of this, or, or when I was first thinking of, of Edith Stein talking about this maternal love, I immediately thought of Mary um, in the Diocese of Wichita where Paula and I, um, both kind of grew up, um, we, um, often hear people refer to her as Mama Mary, mm-hmm. um, and it's really cool to be in that atmosphere, um, and in that, um, culture, An environment, of that yeah. environment of, oh yeah, I'm gonna go pray to Mama Mary, I'm gonna go talk to Mama Mary, um, about it, but for me it was always kind of scary, um, just because I saw how perfect she was. I mean, she mm-hmm. was created without sin. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is the Immaculate Conception. Um, and I just always thought that, like, because she was so perfect, I had to keep her at an arm's length. I mm-hmm. had to keep her at a distance because um, I just thought she was so too I knew perfect I could never for be me. Here. <laughs> yeah, I could never be here. I could never live up to that expectation. Um, but I was also too, um, too dysfunctional to, <laughs> to have right. her help me. Um, which is like not true at all. That was an attack of, um, uh, of our identity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, Sister Mary Gabriel said it the best. And I just love her. I'm going to quote her for the rest of my life. Do it. (laughs) Um, But this is what she said in regards to Mary. Um, She said, Mary's purity makes her infinitely close to our hearts because there's nothing in her that can separate her from us. And I just thought, wow. Like, me seeing Mary's perfection and her maternal love as something that separated us because I could never achieve that Mm -hmm. is really the basis on which she can never be separated from me because there's nothing in her that separates from her from us like she is maternal love and she is that that example of how to love and the example at least for me of of how I can love and how I can better love people because I know we've talked about this previously but to love someone is to will the good of them, to will the good of another, and and it's crazy how like it all just kind of blends in, like everything that we're talking about, like how love is actually in the center, as well as God, because God is pure love of who we are and our identity and where our heart resides, and if we don't have a firm grasp about who we are as as a person just in general not even adding the labels as like as a daughter as a son as um, a child of God or if we don't know or if we keep accepting things that don't allow us to fully understand that in our hearts it's like a lot of us because I know I I thought about this a lot uh, we feel like we're incapable of loving or being loved and I think 
that's really truly where the the root of my struggle with my identity comes to is just like why why am I going to strive to be like this like Mary why am I going to strive to be like this when I can't accept their love or accept or even think that I am worthy of their love it goes back to that idea of brokenness that is hard to accept for a lot of us because in our identities maybe maybe you have something in your heart that says you have to be perfect and like me I'm a perfectionist so the more you know that you uncover about yourself you're just like man I'm a flawed individual you know (laughs) how does Jesus see that in me but I think in accepting our identities that's when we're able to to love and accept the love that others have for us so as we've been sharing throughout all these past episodes like you could really see we struggle with a lot of these and those moments of grace are are again a few right and far and in between yeah, but when they do happen it, those are those are just glimpses of what Christ's love is for us like little briefly brief moments where we're just like man this is this is awesome yeah yeah i had a friend who was quoting someone i don't know and if you know let us know email us Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you know us personally text one of us um but had said um the the closest that we can be to heaven on earth is but is that moment that we receive christ in the eucharist and how and then they and that was the quote part but then my friend went on to say you know it honestly is like in that moment I feel so loved by God that I that I know then that day how to love God and that was one of the reasons that they decided to go to daily mass was because they knew how to better love those around them when they themselves felt the love of God from the Eucharist and I was like dang like all right like I get it like I see that I understand um challenge (laughs) okay Our challenge for you is to answer this question for the next seven days. Um, And I'll explain how it moves in with what we've been talking about. But where do I need to hear the Father's blessing today? Within that, where do I need to hear God's word? Where do I need to hear how God is working in my life? Where do I need to see that love poured out that that we've been talking about? You know? When we answer this question, when we focus on this, it helps us, one, to focus on the blessings in our lives every day. And it helps us to become stronger and to sharpen, so to speak, our weapons um, against the attack on our identities. Who I am, where I live, how I love. So where do we need to see how God loves us today? Seven days. That's a... It's a week for those of you that need to be told that. <laughs> it's a week. That's all I got. All right, guys. Thank you for being with us as we end our hiatus. Woo-hoo. This has been... I think this was awesome. Like, this is a part, like, mini-series that we decided to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, hopefully you guys liked it. It's short. Um, that way, you know, we don't take up an hour and a half of your time talking about all three. Yeah. Now we took different times so uh, let us know what you think if you liked them I know Maggie's going to be super busy being an awesome missionary but we're hoping we're hoping um, we get to hang out and do some more of these discussions while she's away yes please pray for me um, and for my team and for all of the uh, focus missionaries um, 
or really all the missionaries, everyone who's trying to do the work of God because yeah. it's a tough world out there and um, our job is to help college students um, understand their identities and um, as we've just talked about, identities are, are the number one thing that are attacked um, by the devil because if we if we don't know our identity then then he has us under his thumb so please pray for us um please know that we are praying for all of you and we have been over this hiatus um and thanks for sticking with us because it's been like seven months <laughs> yeah it's been a while but um, like I said, hopefully we're hoping to keep this going through the end of the year. So, but Maggie will no longer be just across the, the way from me. So if you hate our sound, it's okay. It's because Maggie left us. Okay. It's because God <laughs> called me elsewhere. Yeah. All right, guys. Just remember to keep striving and that together, holiness is possible. See you next time. Toodles. Thank you for joining Striving Catholics.